Hey, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and to have fun every time you listen. All right, y'all, here we go. All right, today we are talking about love and renovations, how to thrive or at least survive. (laughs) Before we get started on our topic, what is happening on the Agruso home front? I'm going to let Joe take it away. Got to be talking about the kitchen. Oh my gosh, all things kitchen. Kitchen, kitchen, kitchen. kitchen. It is rolling. I mean, we are, what are we, I think we're officially on day nine or ten today. And I mean... All the inspections at this point. So not only has everything been ripped out and roughed in. But it has been ripped out. I can attest oh, to that. Oh, yes, he has seen it. Proof. Uh, but all the inspections have happened except the building inspection, which is anticipated to occur tomorrow morning. And as soon as that's done, uh, the drywall starts going on. Y'all, this, it's, we, for a kitchen reno, we are moving at warp speed. It is amazing. You know I love to check things off a list. I know. This check, check, check. Nothing. I am so, so happy with the progress. So how much longer is it going to be? I mean, we have a six-week timeline, and so we're only at, in week two. And um, Are we trying to beat the timeline? Like, when do you try to beat the GPS? <laughs> no, that'd be this great. That's what we do. <laughs> that would be great. But, no, I mean, it's. I think once this part's done, I think things will start to slow down. But I don't know. It, yeah, I, mean, I mean, if it keeps going at the pace it's at, I feel like we're going to be three and a half weeks and be be done. He <laughs> did. He, our yeah. contractor did say there's a there's a chance it could be done at, in five weeks, which is wow. nuts. But I I do think I think Joe's right. I think once the cabinets go in, you know, they can't truly accurately measure for countertops until after that. And so oh. I think there's going to be some quiet days coming up, which will not be unwelcome. It'll like be fine. So, but that's pretty much our life is kitchen renovation right now that's not as excited as when you told us about high-waisted jeans but i'll take it i mean high-waisted jeans are good (laughs) they're still happening (laughs) all right so now we're gonna play my favorite game how well do tasha and joe know each other i'm so excited for this i'm gonna ask one question and they each say what they think the other will answer just like the newlywed game yes so my question today is what is the most annoying thing about doing a reno with each other Okay, I just totally so, confused. So I say what I think Joe will say about you. Okay, so what annoys Joe? What do I do to annoy Joe during renovations? Okay, this is my answer. <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you think? <clears throat> I have. Oh, you're well, gonna go first. I'm Sorry. gonna go first. Okay. okay, so I feel like Joe would say that I have two things I say that he does not care for. One is that's good enough, and two is oh. I can caulk that. Mm-hmm. Was she right? She's magic with the caulk gun. <laughs> I mean, he'll be like, oh, that gap. I just, that joint is not tight enough. And I'm like, oh, psh, I can caulk that. That is no <laughs> problem. But I don't, you know, he really is a perfectionist. Uh, so both of those statements fall into the category of making, I feel like they make Joe's brain do a mini explosion right? inside his head. Am I right? right? Was she right? There are some times she's ready to fast forward through some things that you know, we could pump the brakes on, take a second, let's fix it, get it right, and then we can keep going. Right. Let's, then we'll speed back up. Let's do it right the first time. But is that your biggest let's... biggest source of annoyance for me? I guess so, yeah. There's a, 
there's I a few contenders. He's like, there's a few he's better roll his whiteboard out. Yeah. We'll stick with that. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joe, what do you think Tosh would say about you? Well, I think the exact opposite. Like, there's – when I come in and there's something that needs to be done and it needs to be done a certain way and it doesn't – you know, maybe we do it and it doesn't turn out. And we're like, well, we've got to redo this now. Yeah. And no. she. So I think that, you know, we're on, we're on different pages when it comes to that. Well, however – that that is a good answer. That is a source of annoyance. But at the end of the day, I usually realize he's right, and that it is far more important to do it really well and to do it right. But that is not what I would have said. Mm. Joe, it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is an over fastener. No oh boy. Oh, if 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 the if, safety first. Oh girl, safety has no holiday. It doesn't. I think I've said it before. I've, I've heard it. I've heard it. Write that down. If if. 99% of the population would find two nails for whatever application sufficient. Joe will, he will kick it up a notch and we'll do like some wood glue, five nails, two screws. I you mean, can't take chances. Not with your family. You can't. No. And so that, that, I mean, at this point, it's happened so many times, it's actually kind of funny, but I would, that's what my answer would be. You have, have extra fasteners in the budget now. Yeah. I, I, she likes to caulk things and great team. We, we clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Nothing's moving ever. Oh, I like I like those answers. I like that. Nobody's gonna start crying, so that's good. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna move into our exciting podcast topic. But first, just a reminder that this is not a regular podcast. Make sure you are following us on Instagram because that is where we announce our upcoming topics and you could submit your questions for us to answer. And if we pick your question, we'll send you a gift. Yep. And, I mean, not to throw a wrench in things, but I also popped the question out there on Facebook today. So if you're listening and Instagram is not your jam, then look out for the questions on um, Facebook as well. Awesome. All right. You ready to get into love and renovations? I think I'm ready. Joe? Let's do it. Okay. So, as I always do, when we decide on a podcast topic, I always have to do a little research. It's the nerd in me. And, but this time it was, it was fun because this time I just found a really funny article by Scary Mommy. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm a big fan. They share very funny memes and such on Instagram. But the article was called How to Survive a Home Renovation Without Killing Your Spouse. And I was like, mm. That, that feels accurate. <laughs> feels accurate. And as with all Scary Mommy stuff, it was super, super funny. But there was a lot of truth beneath the humor. So I have to ask. So as we mentioned, we're in week two of the kitchen renovation. Joe, have you wanted to kill me yet? I would say no. No. Not, not, not yet. yet. We're, not we're yet. creeping up on We've it. We've had a few moments where, I, you know, talking to the contractor, I, I feel like you deserved an elbow or two. Like, let's <gasps> give just a nudge. I'm, I'm just saying a nudge. Did she try to tell the contractor what to do? No. 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 It's, I would say the opposite. Like, do whatever you need to do. Like, you know, oh. let the money roll. It's, yeah. He's oh. like, yeah. please close your wallet now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm glad you're so accepting to everything he says. But sometimes you need to tell him no. Wow. Oh, so there you go. I feel like this is new information. Okay. All right. Well, so we're getting there. Bottom line is we're getting to the point of wanting to commit murder. Just kidding. I do feel like, you know, this Sunday we actually had a surprisingly relaxing day and we went to church and then we went out to eat after church and... Then we did some hammocking, but I feel like tension hammocking. Is that a verb? I didn't know it is, but now it is. (laughs) It is now. Yep. Uh, But I feel like tensions were just 
creeping up. It Sunday. Just, it's never a good day at my house, guys. We call it murder day. <laughs> Tia does call it murder day. I mean, in theory, it should have been so relaxing. But I think Always. the reality of, like, the extent of the renovation and how disruptive it is was just starting to set in. And then, of course, I, as per usual, threw a wrench into things because, as you know, you were coming over to our house so we could take oh, a podcast right. photo. Oh, it was me. I was the problem. No, no, no. You were not the problem. The problem is... We had tentatively said five, and that's what I had communicated to Joe days ahead. And then you said, oh, we're actually going to be in town sooner. We can right. still do it at 4.30. And I was like, great. Well, I forgot to relay that information to Joe. And Joe had planned to run. And so as if tensions weren't high enough, then as he said, oh, I mean, I got to go warm up so I can go run. I was like, oh, oh, I, I forgot to tell you. And so I feel like... Kind of for the rest of the night, we just there's a tiptoed. We need to. We needed. We just. It was. It was quieter than usual. <laughs> Go to your separate corners, as we say. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, overall, I feel like things are moving along well, and you know, there are certainly days and moments that we're all just kind of over it. But I feel like I feel like we're doing okay. Yeah, I think we are. We've uh, been through this before. We've had a lot of practice, so. This is not our first rodeo. Is this the biggest one you've ever undertaken? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is the... Kitchen's, f- like, the hardest, too. Kitchen? You can't... There's no other kitchen. Like, there could be another bathroom or another bedroom. The, or- only, the only thing I'll say is that maybe not the... Because we're not as involved as we usually are in our right. renovations. So, in, in that sense, you know, definitely as far as the house is concerned, the biggest. The yes. most expensive. Everything. Oh. All of that. But the ones <laughs> that we've had... The ones that we've done everything for and... You know, those ones probably were maybe more stressful just because we were doing... We were doing the work. It's all on you. I mean, we did the house at our... I'm sorry. The kitchen in our last house, we completely gutted and put back together. We did all that work ourselves, but we weren't changing the footprint. So, And we didn't have kids. So I feel like we did it in like... It's everything easier, guys. I feel like we we did everything but the backsplash, seriously, in like three days. I mean, yeah. And so... It's a little different. But this is, I would say this, even though we're not doing the work, it has felt the most stressful because it's it's something we have saved for a long time to do. It is a huge price tag. And we know Joe's thrifty. And, I mean, even this price tag made me want to gag a little bit. You know what I mean? So it feels like we really want to get every single thing right. So every decision feels big and important and kind of terrifying. This is why I can't imagine building a house. Nope. Because every decision feels I know. So like, what doorknobs do you want? What hinges? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <Cue> the crying. <laughs> oh. Anyway, one, one of the things I should also point out is I work from home. And typically, I work on the first floor. But I've relocated my office temporarily to our master bedroom, which sits directly on top of the kitchen. And this cracked me up because... It's quite noisy. And when I say there are, like, no breaks from the noise, basically, unless an inspection is happening, there is, like, banging, shaking. There's all the noise. I heard it the other day when we were on our video chat. I was like, that is loud. Oh, it's not quiet. So, anyway, one of the tips in the Scary Mommy article, which we're going to link to the article for you in the show notes, but this was the tips, as you'll recall, for not killing your spouse during a renovation. And it was the stay-at-home parent, or in my case, the work-at-home parent, 
always wins the whose day was worse game. <laughs> she said, this is a direct quote, my husband works outside of the house and though I had the luxury of working from home, that luxury quickly turned into a nightmare as we endured months of construction. Constant interruptions, incessant noise, foul language emitting from the job site and other interferences with daily life are the norm with construction. If you are the partner who gets to leave the madness, you should consider yourself lucky. You should also show up daily with flowers for your stay-at-home counterpart. Now, I will tell you, <clears throat> Joe has not brought me flowers. However, after our 10th stay on Sunday, which, I mean, it's not like we were mad at each other. I think we were just both, we wanted to go into our turtle shells and hide from all the madness. But on Monday, he did come home with a nice new t-shirt for me. It's so nice. From, I, did, I saw that t-shirt and I liked it. It's real cute. It's from a local shop and it's like made of locally sourced cotton. And this is the best feeling t-shirt I've ever had. So I don't need flowers, but you can bring me more t-shirts if you want. Well, when it comes to fashion, I mean, I pretty much have things wrapped up in yeah. that department. So, <laughs> Simi, you lay out her clothes for her every morning. Yeah. Dude, I can't imagine the working at home because that was my biggest drawback of us doing construction. I was like, I work at home. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably better than a lot of people at tuning out distractions when I'm focused on work or focused on any task. As Tia can tell you and Joe can confirm, sometimes I will see, like Joe and Tia have both said to me, hey, did you not see me like honking and waving at you when you were in your car? And I'm like, nope, I was in the zone. Like if I am focused on something, it is very hard to draw my attention away from it. So I do have that going for me, but it is, it is not quiet. I'm, I'm surprised my hair isn't falling out in clumps. <laughs> well, and if you're worse, used to working in an environment where there's a lot going on and you know how to zone in, I, mean, I think that helps too. It does, but I will not be sad when it's quiet again. Oh, oh my gosh. But we were surprised. We did have a surprise in the research. Yeah, Tasha did some research for the episode, and I think that we were surprised that, that home renovations are not on the list of the 10 most stressful life events. I find that shocking. I question this research. Not I, yours, but this, not, I don't ever question your well, research. Well, I do but. too, because moving to a new home is on the list. Also stressful, but Oh, it's not... for sure, but I really feel like renovating can be worse. I wonder if it's because not as many people undergo renovations. Eh. They just are like, we're out. I'll live with what they got. That's yeah. fair. Like a lot of people move. Everyone yeah. moves at, presumably at least right. at least once in their life. So maybe that's it. Well, we'll put it on the top ten stressful events. I agree. For the Agrusas. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> Your own personal list. All right, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, and then come back and hear some tips. All right, y'all, I am super excited to share with you information about the new and coolest cleaning products company on the market. The company is called Truman's and it was co-founded by our friend John from college. Not only is he a great guy, but the company is epic, y'all. John and his co-founder, Alex, are obsessed with reducing plastic waste. They realized they could have a huge impact in the realm of home cleaning product where just tons of plastic waste happens. What Truman's has done is come up with non-toxic cleaners that come in the form of refill cartridges. So you put the cartridge in a Truman's spray bottle with regular water, you screw the top on, and the solution is released from the cartridge. It's very cool. Our eight-year-old twins thought it was amazing. It was like a science experiment. We are already cleaning our home with Truman's and can tell you the cartridges are about the size of a roll of quarters. So an entire decade's worth of Truman's refills would fit in a single kitchen drawer. 
with these cartridges, you reuse the same four cleaning bottles that comes in Truman's super affordable starter kit. So the only waste that results are the small empty cartridges. Truman's refills reduce plastic waste by more than 90% and the plastic cartridges are recyclable. So what happens is you first order a starter kit. It's insanely affordable. It's only $15. With it, you get four cleaning cartridges and those four cleaners will clean every hard surface in your home. It ships straight to your house, so you skip the markup of retail and eliminate single-use plastic cleaning bottles. The four cleaners are the glass is always cleaner, everything, and the kitchen sink, more shower to you, and floors truly. After you get your starter kit, Truman's patented refill cartridges ship right to your doorstep on a schedule set by you, and the refills are only $3.75 each. Here's the coolest part. Truman's is offering our listeners 20% off a starter kit. To get yours, head to trumans.com and use the coupon code COLORFUL to get your starter kit for 20% off. All right. I understand you're each going to share two separate tips for how to make sure your relationship thrives or at least survives during renovations. (laughs) Sorry, that was dramatic. And you don't know what she, what the other person's tips are, right? Nope. It's going to be a surprise. I don't surprise. know them either. Yeah. I texted Joe and I said, I just thought it would be Couldn't fun to say do it something out loud. different. And I was like, you need to think of two tips to share with the podcast listeners. Don't tell me what they are. I like it. That was like, I got fired about five texts at once. And I was like, oh, are these go together? What What is going on here? I may need a little more clarification. <laughs> All right, Joe, hit us. I'm excited to hear yours. So I, I was worried that mine might be a little, at least one of them, a little conventional, or and then one of them's maybe kind of goes more into the stressful side of renovation. So what I, mine are is to be ready to compromise. Oh. Like there's, so, that, yeah. I mean, I thought that was your feel good one, and then yeah. I got one that's oh. not so feel good. But well, wait, do you want to? Uh, would you like to elaborate on that one? Well, yeah, I was planning. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. So, um, <laughs> Mabby, <laughs> obviously. You live with each other. You like each other. You have a lot of things in common. (laughs) She is still laughing. I like Joe a lot. He's actually, it may be hard to believe at the moment, my favorite adult human. Oh, thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're mine as well. Adult. I can tell. (laughs) And so even though that you have, you know, have this connection, there's some things that probably you know, don't match up whenever. Yeah. And so when you're going through a renovation, there's going to be times when you got to pick and choose which way you're going to go. And, you know, maybe the doilies are, you know, shouldn't make it. I would never pick a doily. <laughs> a doily. I wasn't saying you okay. pick a doily, no. You're just saying in general. Yeah. I, I mean, there's you. just things that you can't, you know, you, you need to be able to compromise. You need to be able to look at each other and say – yeah, I could tell, you know, they're really not going to be on board with this yeah. and it's not worth fighting about or, I mean, unless it's, you know, something you're really passionate about and you want to, you know, be, it can be talked through and maybe give, at least give your points across and, and see if it's worth then, then, you know. I mean, I feel like what you're saying is present your best argument in favor of what you want, but be willing to let it go if the person is just not, not into it. I think so. Yeah. I feel like that's something we do well. I feel like we have always and will continue to give each other the the veto power, what we call it. I mean, I will give a very compelling argument for some things. But at the end of the day, if Joe vetoes it, it's vetoed. I mean, that's that's it. So I agree. Who has to compromise more? 
I'm sure Joe feels like he does. Uh, <laughs> Do you feel like you have to compromise more? I mean, I guess so, but it's, you know, I'm thinking about me. I'm wondering what you say. Um, I, I feel like at, I feel like if we were a regular couple who d- there was no blog and there was no work component that was directly tied to our home, mm-hmm. I feel like we would probably compromise equally. That said, because renovating our home is kind of my job, I do feel like Joe probably compromises a bit more than he would because he knows if this is a decision you feel like is going to be it is a better design decision in the bigger grand scheme of things than I feel he has said that many times. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather the blue, but if you really feel like, you know, whatever this green is a better design choice, you know, that's kind of your realm. So I feel like right. he compromises a bit you, more. You can't put an asterisk on pictures and be like, this is exactly. color. Yeah. 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 Exactly. By the way, I didn't like this. <laughs> this is the worst. I didn't pick this. I think yeah. there's things too, like there's your changeable yes. objects, you know, like if it's, you know, a chair or obviously, I mean, a chair could be expensive, but if it's a paint color or something like that, I mean, those things can change fairly easily. I mean, and inexpensively. Yeah. And so, you know, stuff like that, you know, maybe you go with what you, what your heart's telling you. And if it doesn't work out. You change it. And you, yeah. you leave that out there at the beginning, you know, say, yeah, let's, let's go with it. And, and if it doesn't work, let's be ready to change. I say that a lot. Let's just live with it. Oh. Let's just live with it for a minute and see what we think. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Usually... Everybody agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want my other one or are you going to go give one? or? How, how I want your one? other All one. Right. I want it. All right. So mine, I would say, is maybe conventional, but it'll, I guess, a little more um, kind of what we were talking about earlier. Oh. Is the money. You know, you got to, if we're uh. talking about renovations, you got to talk about money. And, that, and it kind of goes into compromise as well. And that's, I think, if you talk about it and you have an idea where you want your spending limits to be that if you talk about it and you have that talk going into it before anything even starts, yeah, then that's going to help you out later on. And when you get into this, obviously things turn up and I would say for the most part, the number never gets lower. No. You know, the numbers, <laughs> the only, number's not going down. It's not, it's not going down. So always <laughs> leave yourself some leeway. Talk about it, you know, be ready to make those decisions as the renovation moves along and talk about the money as it moves along. You know, even though you like our contractor and you know he's got our best interests in mind, sometimes we don't always have to do everything he says. And so... Apparently this is when I almost got elbowed. I'm, I'm not even sure what happened. I think when <laughs> we were talking about opening up to the living room, you were like, well, yeah, you just wanted that done. And I think after he left and we talked about it, and I was like, I think a day went by and we talked about it some more. Yes. And I was like, it's just not worth that money. It, which we relates, talked about it too. Which yeah. Really, yeah, I'm sure. Tia's always, I call Tia also kind of my therapist. I'm like, <laughs> well, let me tell you what's happening today. You can help me sort through it. But um, no, I, I, think, I think an open and ongoing dialogue about the finances of a renovation are important. I feel like that's a great tip. I should have known one of your tips would have to do with money because you know mine, my tips do not have to do with Well, money. and the compromise does like sort of play back into that. It does. Because if the budget's changing, then you may have to be prepared to compromise oh, yeah. on certain things, which I feel like is already happening with y'all. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got a whole flow chart going here. I mean, <laughs> I let's start that. drawing arrows and moving this along. 
All right. Are we ready for my tips? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like there's some overlap, but I feel like I have kind of different rationale for my tips. Mm-hmm. So I believe that. My top tip is to keep an open mind. Okay. But I, some of this is personality driven. So as both Tia and Joe can attest to, I tend to be very decisive, very decisive. And once I have made a decision, it is very difficult for me to let go of the decision. I feel like Tia's husband... Until you make the next decision. Until I make the next decision. Which sometimes reverses the first decision, but decisive both ways. Decisive. So as Joe mentioned just now, we had early on talked with our contractor about widening the doorways between our kitchen and hallway and between our hallway and family room, just to give us a little bit more of a sight line. And that was factored into the plans. And so in my mind, the decision had been made and that was happening. And I thought I thought that door had closed. And when we but we when got the, unintended. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> when we got the final numbers, Joe said, you know, I've been thinking about it. I just it's for relative to the amount of money it's gonna cost to do it, I'm not sure it's that much bang for our buck. Because it's not like, you know, between the kitchen and dining room, it's a nine foot opening. That's a huge difference. Basically getting rid of a whole wall. We were talking about widening these other doorways three feet each yeah it would have it would have doubled and but it's just a weird funky layout and you know it may be hard for pe- people to picture but it's basically opening the kitchen up into a hallway into yeah. another room yeah and it wasn't just like you know where you take that one wall out the dining room and the kitchen are connected now but that right as it, joe pointed out it doesn't get rid of the hallway right so but when he initially said it to me, I, I mean, Tia can tell you, when I talked to her that day, I was like, oh my gosh, Joe dropped this bomb on me today and he doesn't want to do the doorways. And it, the best way I can describe it to people is for, for people with my type of personality, making a big shift like this feels like trying to shift a standard car without pushing the clutch in. It is very hard for me once a decision is made to be like, whoa, let's regroup and let's, but I'm. I feel like I was real mature about it and thought, okay, let's, it doesn't matter that the decision was made. Who cares? Like we can change the decision. And once I kind of got out of my own head about it, I thought, you know, for the amount of money it's going to cost, he's right. We still have a hallway. Like this is not going to be an open concept. And we had already decided we're not really open concept people because we think it's going to be too noisy. So then we might wind up putting a French door in the widened opening, which doesn't seem to make any sense. Like, it feels like a very expensive thing to do to then add a door. So I said, you know what? I think you're right. I think we can back that out. So look at that. That's called personal growth, people. And, you know, I think, too, kind of looking at that design, there were – there was also, I think you get caught up sometimes in like the HGTV. Not you. I'm saying people. Me. me. I'm out, y'all. No. I'm talking about (laughs) – Everybody. In general. Yeah. Yes. I think we all can get caught up sometimes in yeah. watching HGTV and Pinterest and seeing all these cool things they do, but it may just not be practical for your home. And I thought yeah. we really had a, Exactly. Well, yeah. And we had a cool idea about how to kind of build that wall and have the door set up and – but it would have just, it, you know, it just wasn't worth it in the no. end. No. And, at the, it, you know, if the number had come in lower, maybe we would have done it. But it just, yeah, Joe's right. And I think that I was also really caught up with, you know, when you're spending so much money on a renovation, I wanted the changes to be, to feel really, really big and spectacular. 
particular. And in my head, these doorways were going to contribute to that. But I realized it's still going to be a huge dramatic change. And Joe has made really good points. And he he really doesn't want to do it. And it's his kitchen and house too. And so I, 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 I think my tip was technically keep an open mind. Maybe I should rephrase that and say force your mind to open when necessary because that's really what I, I had like to do. Yeah, it was – it was not easy, but I did it. Thank you. And now I'm doing it with the backsplash, too, which I haven't even officially told Joe, but Uh-oh. I know. Surprise. Put your seatbelt on, buddy. Yeah, I know. As Tia knows, I had, the wave. I had really wanted to, or if you follow me on Instagram stories, you know I really want basically any exposed wall surface area I wanted tiled. But there there were just going to be some challenges Um you know, I just didn't want to end it with the traditional, like, here are the tile ends and here's the bull nose. And, but that's what's going to happen. I just think since we're doing the tiling ourselves, I don't, I think a super professional tiler who does it for a living all the time could make it look perfect and it would be worth it. But I didn't know y'all were doing the tiling. We are. And we don't want to pay anyone to tile it. And I don't trust our own skills enough to do the intricate nature of the work that would be required because of some surprises that popped up. So he is also winning. (laughs) It's not winning or losing. I have also agreed that he is correct about the tile. So I hope you're writing all this in your diary, all these wins. I I humbly accept. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So tip number two for me is You have got to just realize that even if you're not the ones doing the work, like we're really not doing the majority of this work, but having people in your house all the time and having a thin layer of dust in your house all the time, it's just exhausting in a way that is difficult to describe if you've never done it before. So I also think the most important thing you can do is give your person a little more space than you usually would. Like, it, these are not ordinary days where when your spouse comes home from work you can and you've had a bad day, you can just unload on them. I feel like this is, if there's ever a time to, I don't want to use the phrase walk on eggshells, but we it's... We call it giving grace. Give giving them a little grace. more grace. Give them a little more grace. And like last night we were laying in bed and we were starting to talk, like what was in my head was, ooh, I want to talk about the furniture that we're going to put in the seating area in the kitchen. And so I'm peppering him with questions like, do you like this color? Do you like this color? And he finally looked at me and said, I'm really tired. Like, I can't, like, I can't have a productive conversation about furniture. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad. Let's go back to watching Game of Thrones. There you go. So it's just. Hit the play. Yeah. Hit play. Yeah. He was like staring at the remote. (laughs) Because I kept pausing it. (laughs) He's like, this is not what I came here for. But I just feel like it's it's just a good idea to be more thoughtful than you might ordinarily be. Well, hold on. Can we back up? Were you also working while you were watching Game of Thrones? Always. Well, I mean, why wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you call looking for furniture working, yes. which technically it is, then yeah, I was I always wondered why, what the segue was. Like, you were like, oh, I just thought of this. Let me pause it. Or if you had shit her computer oh, well, open. Oh, of course and she I was... did. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. She, she's a dabbler, I would say. I, I, I she, she has this ability that it, I don't think weird. anybody else in the world may have. <laughs> she can do 
have eight things going at the same time it, and weird. and know for the most part what's going, what's going on. Sometimes she has to zone out and to, or, you know, focus on one thing and, you know, other things are zoned out. But uh, it is like unlike anything I've ever seen, <laughs> being able to do all that. It's a I had gift. a feeling. So, yeah, I usually am working and Game of Thrones if you're listening and you don't watch it, it I would say it's hard. We don't a, watch it. It's a more complex show than many. There are met so many characters. Right. I've read some of it. Their names are not pronounceable and you're not familiar with the places. And it's just, it's it's a lot to follow. So sometimes if it's a show like that, I will have to pause it and say, I'm sorry. Could you fill me in? Like, I feel like I just missed something important. But if it's like Friends and I'm working, I can be typing a blog post and quoting Friends at the same oh, yeah. time. It's very weird. I think that's also a girl thing to be able to do all those things. I that, agree. A female brain, I should say. Yeah. But thing. there have been times where I'll chime in and make a comment about a show and Joe's like, I didn't even realize you were paying attention. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> I'm just also working. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, gosh, I, I zoned out. I wasn't even listening at that point. <laughs> All right, so you've hit all your tips. It was Joe's where you want to say one more time? Compromise and talk about money. All right, and Tasha's? Force your mind open when necessary uh-huh. and give your person grace and space. Grace slash space. I, like I feel it. like they're both important. I think those are all really good tips. Maybe nice. just also for just everyday life. I mean, yeah. Not just, we're, we're here to contribute. Not Whatever just, helps the people. I mean, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true to you. Like, that's a good point. It's like... Think about how you need to be, how you need to treat your loved one in the very best of times and, like, up the game a little right. bit. Right. I it's, mean, we've, we may have just, you know, prevented some breakups and divorces yeah, well, right here, guys. I mean, so we do what we can. Yeah, I'm impressed. All right. So now, Tasha, you want to hit us with a listener question? Yes. So I... I very excited. I'm, I am very excited. So Because I feel like the listener questions always give us, like, a different angle mm-hmm. or something we wouldn't have thought of. So one of the questions that there we got a lot of good questions this morning, but the one that I'm excited to answer because I think Joe and I are both on the very clean spectrum of things, clean and tidy. The cleanest and tidiest of people. The question was, how do you have tips for like controlling managing the dust during a renovation? And I was like, oh, she is my. I people. didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never done a big renovation. <sighs> Not since when we were little and was mm. growing up. I mean, it's dusty. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, I feel like it's only going to get worse here, too, once drywall gets going. so I mean, you would th- – so in theory, yeah. you would think once the demo is done, the worst of it is over. It's not. I would say the drywall is when it really gets – Kicks up. Real nasty. So I would say the tips I have d- – also, we have, like, a two-story foyer, so there's really no good way to contain the mm-hmm. dust – um, in that area, but for rooms that you can realistically not use, seal them off. So our, this is something our contractor took care of. Like you, it's like plastic wrap. Looks like ET is in there. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like take your plastic, tape those doors off. So we've basically taped my office off. Um, then for rooms that you need to access, but that you want to stay as clean as possible, they actually put in like it's like a zipper. It's like a heavy duty. It's called a zippered door, um, so that when you're not in it or they're working, you can close it off. So that's a really good one. And then, but listen, even with all of that, your your house is still going to be covered in a film of dust. It right. just is. So tell. Why don't you tell the people what we did? Was this on Saturday? It was, and you know, it needed. 
what we did needed to be done, but it was also just a great thing, I think, for our family because we kind of got together, we teamworked, and we got the girls involved in cleaning. Yeah. And they – Sounds so fun. They like. They had so much. They did. They, they like to do it. And we need to do it with them more because, you know, it's funny because when we do things like that, they're all on board and like excited about it. But sometimes when you tell them, like, you know, don't leave your socks on the stairs. Well, that's pick- not fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's an everyday thing. That doesn't, yeah. you know. I'm familiar. So, anyway, we got them involved and we had a bucket of water with soap in it. And well, that's all. You- that's what got them excited. Yeah. And they were. Did you give them a spray bottle? Uh, there a were little, some spray bottles involved, yeah. We thought, you know, when you're talking about cleaning a whole floor, you know, spray bottle didn't do it. So we uh-huh. went bucket of water. We uh-huh. went bucket of water. And so what we did is we didn't obviously touch the downstairs. The downstairs is just a situation and it is going to be until this is done. But we decided we could not handle the dust situation on the stairs or that had kind of migrated onto all the other floors upstairs. Mm-hmm. So we... All four of us were literally on our hands and knees cleaning the floors and the stairs and kind of any other horizontal surfaces, mm-hmm. like the banister. And But we knocked it out in no time. And I think we will have to repeat it pretty much every Saturday just for our own sanity. But I would say the other game changer is we have put our, our really high-quality uh, doormat, like not one of the – what are those called? The natural fire. It's not one of those. Sisal. It's not, it's not that. that. This is like a PVC – I don't know. We got it from Crate and Barrel. I love the thing. It usually sits outside, but it is so effective, and it's really, really thin that we have put it now at the bottom of the stairs. So I was going to ask you. No, no shoes upstairs. No shoes upstairs. You, you t- The stairs remain downstairs. And shoes remain downstairs. Shoes remain downstairs. What did I say? Stairs remain downstairs. Oh, there are <laughs> stairs. Joe and Abbott went like this. There are stairs downstairs. <laughs> the shoes remain downstairs. But also, you know, even just scuttling your little bare feet around on them, it, it helps a lot. And I think Titan, ha- our dog, having to walk on the doormat before he actually hits the stairs also helps. So... Um, little, little things like that. But I think for us, dust management is going to require hands and knees cleaning once a week until it's done. And for us, it's worth it. So why don't you use a mop? Mm. Uh, I'm going to let Joe answer that one. A mop just doesn't do. I mean, it, it cannot do the job that, that you can when you get down there. And, and so you can do a mop, but I feel like you're going to have to. Joe feels like that would be half, half, uh. Doing it halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, what are our mops these days? Like, we don't have the big old floppy mop that... Ew, oh, that's what we have. anyway. No, no. I'm with Joe on this one. It requires hands and knees wiping and scrubbing. Now yeah. everybody knows what you guys do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Every Saturday, guys, you can find them just, Living just our cleaning best their floors. Come on and doing the most. So, I, let me look and see who submitted that question, because they're going to get something for free. So, basically, the answer is you can't... Control it 100%, but you can use the zipper doors and the... Yes. Cordon off as much as you can, Mm -hmm. but be ready for it to escape. It's going to escape. And I think, I mean, my if if dust really bothers you like it does us, I think that you just have to commit to once a week really dealing with it. But that means six days a week, you have to let it go a little. Like, we cannot get on our hands and knees and clean the floor every night. Nor if you freak out every day, it's going to be, I mean... It's not a good mental place. Nope, nope. So I feel like doing that has helped. Okay, mm-hmm. so I am looking. That was, oh, darn it. I can't find the name, but I promise I will reach out to the person. You know who you are. 
Yeah, you know who you are if you're listening. So thank you for the questions. They were all very good. That's the one we decided to tackle today. All right. Awesome. Well, let's just make sure everyone knows that they can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to I excuse me, to podcasts. <laughs> and don't forget you don't have to wait till next week to connect with us. Nope. You can find us hanging out on Instagram or Facebook. I am at Tasha.kaleidoscope on Instagram and on Facebook we are Kaleidoscope Living. And as usual, we have a thank you for everyone who's listening. If you feel like you stumble and bumble at times when it comes to your decorating decisions, I have created what I'm calling my design vault, which is where I've put a bunch of different free guides with tips like how to choose paint colors for your house, how to create a space plan, And I've put them all in one digital library, so you can get your password for the Design Vault by texting all one word, Design Vault, to 44222, and we will email it to your inbox. Once you get the password, you can log in and look at any of the guides or videos that interest you. They are all designed to help you get over the most common decorating and design challenges. And if you would, before you go, we'd love for you to leave a review on whatever podcast app you use to listen and we appreciate every single review and if we ever feature yours on the podcast we will send you something as a thank you all right and the last thing before we jet out of here is if you want to tell us something make us laugh ask us a question or anything else email us at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com all right thanks y'all i'm headed back to work in my noisy dusty house See you next time. (laughs) Bye.